TANCAST does not represent the stand-up of Tim Babb. These conversations are raw, explicit, and contain adult themes and content. This podcast is not recommended for younger listeners or anyone. All right, we've started recording. I'm sorry, listeners, you have no context for why we're horribly doing a rendition of Final Countdown, but don't worry about it. In fact, I don't know that it's great. I don't know that the way we got here is amazing. (laughs) It was amazing. It was was quite a journey, y'all. I wish you were there. I laughed. Oh, there was a little I bit cried. of there was a little bit of history. There was a little bit of chemistry. It's <laughs> a whole lot of suck. Oh yeah. Tim, Andy, Noah, Cast. Hi, I'm Tim Babb, a comedian you never heard of. Each week, I get together with my buddies Andy and Noah and record this podcast. Unlike most podcasts, it's not about something specific. We just talk about whatever. Like this week, we'll talk about some of this. Why do you have to bring your balls into this? Leave your balls alone. You can't help it. You know how they hang down? You can't tell my balls not to like alliteration? I can tell your mouth not to comment on it. <laughs> the first time you see an intact male, you will recognize the differences. Because, like, the, the cheeks get a lot heavier. <laughs> the jaw gets a lot heavier. Like, it looks more like a lion's head. <laughs> What's him laughing about? Well, the idea that if you just took that clip out of context, it would sound awesome. If you, the first time you see an attacked male, you'll know the difference. <laughs> it's okay to be a little weird in public. If people take nothing away from the Tancast podcast, it is okay to be a little weird in public. <laughs> oh, if, if we can throw one message out into the world, other than don't have sex with cats. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I thought this would be entertaining. I just needed to rant about it. <laughs> Dude, no. That's fuck. I'm like, as I'm as I'm rounding the end of the story, I'm like, there's no fucking joy. There's no c- comedy in this story. <laughs> and when you hear this sound. That means we've put a link to whatever we were just talking about in the show notes. Okay, let's start the show. It is Welcome Tan-Cast. to Tancam. Step <laughs> 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 right on it. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that Welcome to Tancast. Motherfuckers. Who are you? I'm Batman. <gasps> You're not Batman. Batman. Oh, Save. in that case, I'm Tim, the T and Tancast. Save us, Batman. I'm Andy, the A and Tancast. I'm... Noah, the intern cast, uh, and there's still someone in Wisconsin with my same name, and I get uh, his receipts for his coffee he gets every month. I tried <laughs> to tell him to change at one point. He never did. He gets something called the Guzzler, which sounds like a like a porn movie. Oh, yeah. Or a sex move. <laughs> yeah. I did the Guzzler on her last night. <laughs> or him. We don't know. Or like or them. A- you know, whoever. Yeah, I mean, I, I just picked a particular narrative. I wasn't necessarily meaning to be prescriptive for all sexual congress with the guzzler. You do the guzzler how you want to do the guzzler. <laughs> maybe it's, Sometimes uh, do the maybe it's a horror movie. <laughs> the zipper! <laughs> this fall. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Sometimes I'm, I'm amazed at the stuff that just really tickles you, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the idea, I'll just take a little... 
A little, a little sousson, a little, just a little nip. Just a little drop of cum. I don't want a facial, just more like a tear. Just one little cum tear. This fall, drink responsibly, or you may face the wrath of the guzzler. The guzzler. The guzzler. And stay tuned next fall for the prequel, The Sipper. <laughs> you can't just start off guzzling. <laughs> you gotta work your way up to it. The Guzzler prequel. You were all curious about. You were all slightly begging for. <laughs> uh, I would like to start this episode. And you should have listened to this, but I just want to say sorry for making fun of Pamela Pesto Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Did she track you down? Is she in the no, room no. with you? Like, oh. I would just listen to a podcast and they were talking about, you know, I don't know, people talking shit. I'm like, you know what? I, she wasn't my brand economy, but I appreciate that she was out there in the world doing her thing. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, I haven't talked about it years. All of a sudden, I'm like, <laughs> we talk about this comedian I did. Yeah, I didn't care for her. It's like, you know what? Who cares if I didn't care for her? It wasn't my thing, but, you know, I, I think anyone who's like, a, you know, chasing the dream, go for it. Like, good on you. In fairness, you did say that. I know, but I, I just wanted to clarify clear on that on the but episode. I feel like I said it, was... it, maybe we made fun of her some more. Uh, do you make fun of her some more or just the idea some more? I don't remember. Well, the idea, you know. Anyways, but I appreciate she's out in the world, was out in the world, doing her thing. That's all. <laughs> I just always loved the name. <laughs> Pamela Pesto Perfect. I'm like, this has a nice alliteration. Huh. Yeah. In a way that uh, you know, sort of uh, cradles my balls while it tickles them. <laughs> what? You know me. Some good alliteration. Why do you have to bring your balls into this? Leave your balls alone. He can't help it. You know how they hang down? You can't tell my balls not to like alliteration? Tim. I can tell your mouth not to comment on it. Tim. <laughs> Don't step on my balls, man. Don't step on my balls. If your balls went around, I wouldn't have any. I wouldn't have any interaction with them whatsoever. Don't bring well, them they, into the public discourse. If they were a square, they'd probably rattle when I walk. <laughs> but they are around. Uh, you can talk about your uh, balls all you want, baby. Thank you, Noah. You do what you gotta do just to make it through this crazy world. Yeah. And sometimes that's lift my balls so they don't fall in the toilet water. <laughs> Does, has that ever really happened to you? No. Okay. I mean, like, okay. So there have been times where, like, the toilet tries to clog and the toilet water comes up. For sure. But <laughs> it's I mean, like, like, on a regular day. No, 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 no. Your balls aren't getting that close. No, no, no. Not, on a regular day, they're not. Uh, but but I will say that uh, every oh, night at bedtime, um, I do have to rescue my balls from between my thighs. Like, as, as soon as I lay down on my side, I have to, like, reach down and, like, and there's one. And two. All right, fellas. Now we can sleep. It's less about my balls, but sometimes my my penis will like point down in this like uncomfortable way, and I have to like kind of adjust it so it's going to the side or going more up. That's how you know. That's how yeah. like my my penis thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I will often say like, "Oh, we're at, we're at five thirty. We need to be at twelve o'clock." <laughs> <laughs> or you know, at least like nine forty-five. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so as long like, as I'm adjusting, I'm going full twelve o'clock. Oh, yeah. See, I I I like to like just kind of set it across the top of one thigh because then it's sort of like 
it's not rubbing up against the uh, underside of my belt, but it's also, you know, supported. It feels now like, I want to know, feel safe. Like, I mean, I guess I've, I've been out in the world and I see people in tight underwear on like out in like Folsom Street Fair and some people hanging out. But I'm like, you know, male identified listeners of Tancast, uh, how do you like your, your, your thing to dangle? Are you okay with whatever it does? You want like a certain angle? What do you like? Let us know. Write in. We should get P.O. Box. <laughs> people can send us <laughs> stuff and write letters. <laughs> and Tim can read them. <laughs> Badly. <laughs> I mean, that's what your mom at tancast.com is. That's our P.O. Box. No, no. I mean, like, a real. Oh, like a real P.O. Box? Oh, so much extra work. I know. So, you think people are going to take the time to send us physical mail? Yeah. Oh, 100%. <laughs> Dude, I barely, I barely check my own mail. You think I'm going to go drive to a P.O. Box? I, I know up? I can Google this, but how do you do anonymous P.O. Box? I, I don't know. Boom. I Google it. <laughs> Fair enough. I was about to say, I'd probably just Google it. Like, yeah. I wonder if you pay cash or there's just no name attached to it. Or... Oh, well. <laughs> it's a mystery we can never solve. <laughs> well, no, I'm, sure, I'm sure we absolutely can solve it, but it no, is no, a mystery. I'm never knowing. Lazy to solve, yeah. That's but there's a difference there. I just want to be want to be precise about our laziness. <laughs> Nothing but the laziest. Part. Uh, so I, I had a, a work event this week. Wait, wait, huh? wait! Are you answering the question? How the fuck was Was it good times or was it bleak? We'll find out on our very next segment. How was your motherfucking week? Yeah. <laughs> um, and I revealed to some people uh, at my work I didn't tell them what it was uh, but I revealed that I have a podcast that I've been doing for 30 years hopefully no one tries to find it I mean I don't know I don't think I get really that much trouble but I'm just like I don't know if I want that pardon me out in the it, world well no you've, uh, you've, you've misled them because they'll look at Tancast and be like no Tancast has been out for 14 years <laughs> yeah but he's only been really putting any effort in for the past 13 years <laughs> that first year he was like nah I can, I can never remember how long I know it's been just been a long time yeah. well it's <laughs> you just have to remember how old my son is Noah like a good uncle Uncle Noah I don't, I don't give a fuck about how old your kids is oh <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah he sees my kids way more often than your kids which is still not a lot to be fair and doesn't remember how old they are either <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> I remember the names. That's all I got to do. Yeah. <laughs> He's good at their birthday parties. He's seen the numbers on the cakes. Tim never Actually, invites he has me to really birthday, birthday parties. Birthday he always parties. goes to, oh, would you like to go? I'm like, yeah, I would love to go. And he never tells me. <laughs> In fairness, the last couple of years, we haven't really had an actual birthday party. Yeah. But they've had multiple. <laughs> no. You're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> they've had at least three, right? Three? That's all three? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, three-year-old newborn? <laughs> yep. Yep, three-year-old newborn. <laughs> um, so uh, this one was way better. I feel like there was way more alcohol, though. So we've had this, yeah, we had this same one. Yeah, it up. Earlier mm. this year. Yeah, earlier this year we had uh, this. And like they had a couple of different hours where like the alcohol was flowing. Uh, felt a lot more fun. I'm like, I work with some funny, weird people. Like, it's like it's cool to see these people more relaxing. So we're not just talking about business stuff or like, oh, we need to do this. We need to, you know, you know, submit the ticket so it gets fixed. As opposed to like, yeah, hey, tell me about you. Like, uh, and uh, <laughs> I, I I texted just you guys. 
So uh, the last day of the whole event, we're doing like a group picture uh, and like all the people are there. And there's not a lot of black people, I would say, in our team, maybe three of us. Three. <laughs> I now uh, remember the story that he texted us. <laughs> <laughs> so we're, we're doing a picture. And really what they're doing is they are staggering people by how tall they are. So and there's like a little bit of a slope that we're standing on. And so me and this, you know, other black guy that I work with uh, who looks remarkably the State Farm guy looks remarkably like him <laughs> you mean president is that Pullman? The dennis wait is it state farm no i think all that's say. all say all say guy state farm guy oh Look him up. the jake from state farm guy yeah exactly ah uh, gotcha yeah they look remarkably like anyways i turned to him and i'm like oh it's like the black folks in the back <laughs> and then my uh say oh standing right in front of me who uh i don't know she's white <laughs> But she definitely looks white. Uh, turns on wide eyed. I was like, oh, just kidding, just kidding. <laughs> 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 little <jokey> joke. <laughs> uh, please, please don't uh, either have white guilt or fire me, whichever way this is about to go. <laughs> <laughs> Neither one of those things. <laughs> I forgot it's a work thing. I was just making some jokes. <laughs> Uh, I was at a work thing this week too. <laughs> oh, tell us more. Up, up in the mountains, um, we uh, we we had a, a thing. My company was deciding that they were going to spend a bunch of money on um, uh, like improving, like uh, uh, helping employees improve themselves, basically. Um, so there was like a couple of different things that you could go and learn it was all like you know businessy type stuff but it was like it was one super long day with like a lot of of activities and like discussions about things and like um it was like a small group environment so like it was kind of a you know real safe space where you know people could like ask questions about like how your approach to to like problem solving might be misinterpreted or how, how you might come off badly to other people or how they might come off badly to you. You know, like was how different personality free flowing? Uh, well, in the evenings, but I'll get there. Um, okay. <laughs> so the, the whole course of the day, you know, we all drove up early in the morning and uh, um, we were there like up until I think it was like six or six thirty or something like that. Uh, just like doing all these different activities. And like we had breaks for lunch, we had like, you know, breaks to go like walk around. Uh, and one of the things that they encouraged us to do on the breaks is to like, just go walk out in these lovely North Georgia mountains as like tree leaves are like just starting to turn. And you know, the air is nice and crisp finally, instead of being like so hot that your balls stick to everything. Um, the leaves are brown. Yeah, no, no, they were uh, lovely, golden and and green. It was and nice. The green. sky is gray. No, the sky was uh, clear blue. It was well, actually, I it was gray. It rained a bit when we first got there. Um, yeah, so like uh, they they're like, go walk around with somebody that you don't know. Like, go go walk with somebody new and learn about them, talk about stuff. Uh, and a bunch of us were joking about like people were. I think maybe it's because it was like it was it was outside work. It was a you know very relaxed environment, being out in the mountains and everything. But like people were sharing stuff about themselves that was like it was just like a very open environment. <laughs> and what type of murder the man? Yeah, no, it wasn't anything like that. <laughs> but like a, a couple of us were joking, we're like you know we're we're all being so like free and open with each other. I think 
I don't know if it's just like, you know, the, the, the atmosphere of, of, you know, like, like openness and sharing that this is, or if it's, we've all forgotten how to be around people. And we were sort of comparing notes about like some of the jokes that people had made and, you know, that everyone had laughed at. We're like, yeah, I think it's more just, we've all forgotten how to be around people. We've forgotten what's, what's work appropriate. <laughs> but it was, it was funny because in forgetting what is work appropriate, like we were having a good time. Um, yeah. So like the, the whole thing was, was lovely. Oh, and the place that we went to, uh, you guys know, I'm going to love this part. Um, they had, they said, Oh, we've, we've got like feral cats that live on the property. I was like, Oh, feral cats. That makes me a little bit sad. No, no, no. What it is is they have outdoor cats that just sort of like roam around and cuddle with everybody. Like these were the, <laughs> I, I've owned cats all my life. I, I have never owned Andy a cat this chill. was in heaven. Oh my God. Like the cats, were, like they'd climb up on me and like nuzzle on my face and then like, like <laughs> fall asleep on my lap or just like come up and like hang out with, <laughs> we were doing like the storytelling thing where like they were talking about like how to tell good stories. And I was like, Tim and Noah would be sitting here poking me in the ribs the entire time this is happening. <laughs> I just but imagine like, like like a cartoon version of Andy all eyes all big with kitties all oh, over him. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> maybe like you maybe you're nude, you're just like, I wanna feel the fur of my skin. Whoa, <laughs> this took a turn. No, it's not sexual. But, I didn't uh, say it was yeah, sexual, like, I'm just saying you're like, Oh, it feels so soft. We had, a, we had an open feel seat. feel so smitten, <laughs> I need sexual kitten. <laughs> <laughs> well done, sir. Well done. Also, you gross, but well done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't fuck cats. Yeah, no, I don't. want you to know that's Tancast's official stance on this matter. Don't fuck cats. <laughs> I mean, unless you're... Hey, hey, hey! Put the cat down. Don't fuck cats. <laughs> unless you're a cat, you go ahead and fuck that cat. No. Oh, right, yeah, I guess if you're that, a cat, yeah. you can't understand what I'm saying. So yeah. meow, 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 I meow, mean, meow, meow. Fuck meow. What did you say about their moms? Who knows meow. how far in the future our podcast is going to go, and cats may become sentient. Maybe. Is that the correct term, or are cats already sentient? Sentient means you are aware of yourself, right? Yes, self-aware. Self-aware. Yeah. So I feel like cats are self-aware, right? Uh, there, there's arguments for and against, and it's a... Um, the the entire field of study is hard because it's sort of like we we come up with tests, but the tests are all Based inextricably bound to how we perceive ourselves. Right. Like it, like we can't prove that things that don't perceive themselves in the way that we perceive ourselves or don't react in the same way that we do. So like there's a um there's a thing called the mirror test where it's like, well, the animal sort of is, is distracted or whatever, or maybe like asleep, you put a dot on their head and then show them a mirror. And if they see the mirror and then reach for their own forehead to like explore the dot on their head, then they have recognized that the thing in the mirror is themselves. Oh, but, if they reach for the dot on themselves, not on the mirror. Yeah, yeah. If they reach for the dot on, the, on their own forehead, it means gotcha. they've seen the dot in the mirror and are like, oh yeah. So it's this whole, it's this idea of passing the mirror test. Except... Just because a human will react to the fact that they've got a dot on their head with curiosity doesn't mean that another animal that sees a dot on its own head would react to the same way. It's going to be like, I need to, I need to touch this thing. <laughs> it may react to like, oh, that's me in the mirror and I have a dot on my head, but they may not I'm process changes to the themselves in, in the, the way mirror. that we do. Yeah. So people talk about cats like failing the mirror test and dogs failing the mirror test and whatever. But like I have seen both cats and dogs use mirrors to see around corners. They obviously know 
what mirrors like what a mirror do. does like oh, yeah oh, oh, maybe I, it's yeah. like oh mittens has a dot now whatever <laughs> exactly yeah it, it could just be like that changes to their own bodies don't register to them in the same way that they register to us <laughs> maybe, maybe cats aren't as narcissistic as humans maybe not <laughs> cat looks in the mirror it's like they feel oh. pretty narcissistic <laughs> yeah huh, dot uh anyways uh, cats are more psychotic than narcissistic i would say <laughs> Cats, no. are, cats get a bad rap, man. Cats are actually very affectionate. They are very social. Um, they just don't display like just dogs have have evolved <laughs> slash been bred to emote in the ways that humans emote, which is why humans have an easy time understanding dog emotions. Cats did not. Cats like self domesticated because the like the the cats that could stand to be around people were able to eat the mice that were eating the people's crops. So like they basically cats infiltrated a new niche that humans had created and became domesticated without humans like breeding them in the same way that we bred dogs to be useful. Cats just made themselves useful. But that means like dogs are really good at like looking at something and then looking at the person like like, dogs are really good at nonverbal communication with people because they communicate nonverbally in the same way that we do. Cats do not communicate nonverbally in the same way that people do. So you have to put in a little bit of extra time to learn how cats communicate. But once you do, cats are pretty cool. Cats are very affectionate. Cats are, I guess cats are cats pack animals. They are colonial animals. Like they, they live with a bunch of other cats. They okay. tend to pack hunt animals like dogs, solo. where they're looking for approval of other, of their tribe. Like, I feel like dogs like very the... much look like look for approval from you. Like, hey, is, uh, am I doing okay? Am I doing this right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They no, they they don't. They they still seek to fit in, but it's a like there, there's a different um, there's a different process for like how that happens. And he loves cats. And he does. I mean, they're like chill little roommates that love you, but like also <laughs> can just, you know, deal with their own shit. <laughs> Cat tails. Oh, God damn it. Tails are boring. I let it go. I let it go Cat for a while. Tails. I know. It's like, nope. I gotta. <laughs> you, you, you didn't what? have to actually, Tim. I did. No, there you was didn't. a lot of cattailing going on. I was like, they're, they're, yeah. they're talking about cats. They are begging for it. Maybe <laughs> no they'll wrap it up. For they're not wrapping it up. Yeah. They're ramping it up. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, my my boss, who is she, she's a, a dog owner, and oh. uh, has never seen herself as a cat person. Uh, we were talking in the evening after everything because she she happened to be there at the same time I was, um, and she was like, "Yeah, like the, this cat came over. Like I spent like an hour yesterday with this cat on my lap, just getting pets. And, like this cat was so chill. And, like just it was like the nicest cat I've ever met. I'm like, I'm like cats are cool too. And, like and I also I. I will accept that there are some people who don't like dogs and there are some people who don't like cats, but I think there's a, there's a sense. It's sort of like Star Trek or Star Wars or Mac and PC or something like that, that people love to like make little tribes. Like we are cat people and that's our identity. Like cat people don't like dogs. I'm like, my family, we are definitely cat people and we love dogs. We just don't own any. Like we, we don't want to have a dog, but like, if we go like my brother's out, they have a dog. He's the sweetest dog. We love spending time with him. Caitlin loves on him and like spoils him rotten every time we're there. 
we don't want the responsibility of owning one as a pet, of taking care of one, like of, of being in charge of keeping one alive. We don't want to have one in our house, but that doesn't mean we, we hate dogs. And like, I really hate that so many people feel like you got to pick a side. I mean, that's just life. (laughs) (laughs) There's like, no, there's no spectrum. You can't like both. You gotta be one or the other. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I'm definitely more of a dog person, but I don't mind petting a cat. I I will say I'm definitely more allergic to cats. So I tend to just tend to avoid them in general. Uh, I would say like, if someone has a cat, but keeps their place pretty clean, then I'm okay. But like, if there's cat hair, which I guess means their dander is all over the place, then that's when it like, it really starts to bother me. Yeah. And Man, that's just medical, and I totally get that. My friend, uh, well, technically Danelle's friend, but my friend as well. Uh, she, uh, they have a dog, and they want their their daughter really wanted a cat, so they went to go get a cat, and like she was so excited about it, poor kid's eye swelled shut almost instantly because oh, she's apparently oh. severely allergic, at least to that cat. Oh. <laughs> Oh, poor kid. <laughs> oh, man. One of the cats at the place that we were at, uh, it had seasonal allergies. And it, it was it was so sweet, but it would walk up to you, like, squinting. Like, you could see, like, it's just its eyes were itchy all the time. And, like, I started scratching, like, the side of its face. And it was like, it was like oh, please, please rub my eyes for me, please. <laughs> I was like, oh. As I'm petting this thing, like, it starts sneezing. <laughs> It's like somebody get this cat like a fucking cat Claritin or something, please. <laughs> it was uh, it, it was like so sweet and chill. And of course, you know, like I've grown up. My my family had cats growing up as a kid. Caitlin and I have, have had cats together for years and years. Uh, people were like that. I was hanging out with. I was like, in, you know, with a little small group, just like walk arounds. We were petting the the cat with um, allergies, and someone goes. I wonder if that's a boy cat or a girl cat. I wonder how old that cat is. And I start like I started explaining like why the cat look without flipping the cat around and looking at the back. I'm like, if you look at the cat's face, there's some telltale signs that this is an intact male. He's you know hasn't hasn't been fixed. You can tell like the there's a certain ruggedness of the face. I said, and also if you look and I, I wait, was like, so what? Oh, well, if, go if ahead, not, finish story, and then I want I want you to tell say more about that. Okay, yeah. Uh, and, and I, I start pointing at like you know, like the, the nose and the cheeks. I'm like, and if you notice here, you know the cat's the cat's very brown. Uh, there's no sign of white hairs on the the like the the bridge of the nose or like going off of the nose onto like the upper cheeks. And that's usually where cats go gray first. So so if I had to guess, I'd say this cat is somewhere between like three and seven. I said you know kind of looking at some of the floppy skin around the belly, probably a bit closer to seven. Um, but that's not always yeah, like, like it's, it's tough to age cats, but probably not more than seven. Cause usually cats start to go gray a little bit around that age. Not always though. Uh, everyone's just like, is Andy a fucking cat whisperer? <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, kinda. <laughs> so that evening after we all break and like, we, we go back to these, uh, these cabins, to, like go drink and hang out and like play games. Like people have gone like different places for different you know, evening activities. Uh, I was hanging out with the people who were like playing giant Jenga and spades and a bunch of other stuff uh, in the middle of the walkway where people are being so fucking loud on this porch, like just stomp and pass or whatever. There's this one cat who was just like flopped. It was just like totally chill with the number of people and the loudness and everything could not give a fuck. So I walk up to the kitty. I was like, Hey kitty, you want pets? And the cat looks up at me and kind of like sticks its cheek up. 
So I just like sat down in the middle of the walkway with this cat. <laughs> I was like, yep, I'm that dude at the party who's not talking to the other humans. I'm the one sitting in the corner petting the cat. <laughs> but like when people saw me petting the cat, they're like, that cat is so chill. A bunch of people came around and all sat down and started petting the cat with me. <laughs> but as I was petting the cat, I started to like reach for the tummy, which is usually, you know, like that's that's hands off zone, but like the cat had been so chill. I was like, I wonder. And the cat kind of like, you know, lifts a paw, like, like, Whoa, watch it there. And I start to gently like, like pet the belly. And the cat's like, yeah, okay. This is allowed. <laughs> and like, how the hell are you doing that? I'm like, Oh, this is all the cat. This isn't, this is not like a superpower that I get to pet the thumbs. This is just a cat. That's okay with people touching its belly. So yeah, like that cat had probably an hour of different people, you know, filtering in and out, just like plopping down and petting its belly. <laughs> I'm like, this is by far, like all of the cats that we saw were like super chill and like super up with people, like just super friendly with strangers. But that cat specifically is the most chill cat I have ever, ever seen, <laughs> ever. <laughs> And it was just like, it was a fucking fixture. Like wherever people were, that cat would be like, oh yeah, I'm going to get some love right now. And it just, it was one of those cats where it's just like, or you know, like people where there's just people who are like, no, I don't like people. He's in any room. <laughs> this he cat was just like, people he likes. That's it. <laughs> Tim has learned all the people. And after that, he's, he's going to scratch their eyes out. <laughs> uh, so the, sorry that that was the the story of all of that shit. But uh, Noah, the um, the cat thing is male intact male toms. Uh, they get blockier heads when they when they go through cat puberty. Really? Um, yeah. Or puberty. Yeah. So if most of the cats that you've ever seen in your life have been have been fixed or you know even intact females, they keep a more juvenile face where like the the sleeker look that you're you're probably used to associating with cat heads. Uh, if the the first time you see an intact male, you will recognize the differences because like the, the cheeks get a lot heavier. The jaw gets a lot heavier. Like it looks more like a lion's head. What's Tim laughing about? Oh, the idea that if you just took that clip out of context, it would sound awesome. If you the first time you see an intact male, you'll know the difference. <laughs> Sounds like some like men's rights like, activist. You're bullshit. just looking at people's genitals. You're like, oh, this one's different. Yeah, this one's definitely different. There's a little extra going on. Yeah, yeah. I see what's going on here. You, got, no, you, you, you do not need to see the fullness of their nutsack. You can just uh, you can look at the fullness of their face. But yeah, it'll, it'll be a, a much boxier looking head, like much stronger looking like like jaw and cheek area. But that's the uh, that's the story of that. Oh, actually, I did have one other thing. Uh, no! They were doing they were doing the, the <laughs> storytelling circle, and uh, what? Pe- people were sharing stories. And like nobody else wanted to go. So I was like, I'll tell a story. Uh, and I got up and told the story of uh, Caitlin almost dying, having Drew. And then me almost dying, trying to get to Caitlin while she was having Drew. Oh, okay. So uh, that, that whole nonsense, you know, I, but I told it in, you know, like a, a there was, there was silliness long, and there long, was a very long way. You no, told it in a long way. You guys, told it with more details than necessary. You, you, Tim, <laughs> you would have been so proud of me. I doubt it. No, no, you would have. I <laughs> uh, did, did not overstay my welcome. Got to the end, oh. and people were like, "People were like, fuck." I was like, "No, no, you know, everything's Andy okay." Once Shama, Drew's me. fine. <laughs> Caleb's fine. But yeah, like people came up to me afterwards. They're like, "Thanks for sharing that story." Like that was, 
like that was a very personal story, but oh my God, like there were twists and turns and, uh, and then we had a, uh, a campfire and Tim, I told the story of the time that I tried to heckle you and instead wound up with you buying me lunch. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the time at Great America where you threw money America? at me? Yeah. Yeah. That I, I was like, I'd seen this bit before, you know, we'd been friends since high school. I knew he could dance like Michael Jackson. I knew about his talent and I had like, you know, I don't know, 29 cents or something like that in my pocket. So I just threw it up on stage. Like, you know, here's some, <laughs> here's some loose change. And real money followed it up onto the stage. Like people started throwing <laughs> actual money. Tim, for listeners who've never seen Tim do karaoke, Tim is fucking good at at entertaining a crowd. Tim, it, he was doing the he was doing the fucking moonwalk, and he was up on his toes, and he was singing Billy Jean, and like doing like just like he, he was nailing it all. But now he I, hates having seen this show before decided to be was an asshole to my f yeah. <laughs> no not not really just more of like like th- this will be funny for tim and me like th- this is a this will be a silly thing for us but then yeah actual fucking money like including bills started to fly up at that stage and when tim was done gathering it up he was like ah oh, i think i can buy lunch <laughs> so we had super expensive pretty okay theme park lunch on the strength of me having thrown 29 cents at my friend to be an asshole about it uh so i told the story about that long about that way uh that got a nice laugh at the uh the campfire and then as things were breaking up and they were like come on someone else tell one more story nobody else was talking about i was like anyone want to hear about the time i was threatened with arrest and i was like i got more words (laughs) yeah of course i do (laughs) Uh, so I told the story of uh, Tim and I on the uh, the vortex and you know going to Great America and Tim being very limber and popping out and like waving at me and then on the last day of the season me popping out and waving at Tim and then waving at the people on the platform behind us then getting back in and we're leaving nope. the ride and not th- really think about it. it's like ah, I got to get the picture and see if like the picture could see me popped out that would like I'll buy that picture and then all the red cops were there I was like huh that's weird that they're here oh they're here for me and they- uh, you told part of that story wrong. Did I? I'm not there that day, the day you got kicked out. You weren't? You, oh, so you were there with, there with your family. Yeah, you popped out at your brother. That's right. <laughs> Shit, thank you. I forgot about that. I did tell that story wrong. Uh, now, yeah, you go, now you gotta so issue a correction. <laughs> it, was, it was the end of the day. <laughs> And they like they they took my picture and they gave me all these stern warnings and they drove me out to the edge of the park and they told me, if you come back for the rest of this season. You'll be arrested for trespassing. Today's the last day of the season, right? The rest of the season. So the rest of today, the rest of the entire season. Okay. See you next year. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Also, if I came back in a week, I'm not really going to fucking know. I mean, they took my picture, man. Like, I, I was like, oh, I'm serious fair. about this shit. I don't know. I mean, you know what? Uh, I do not pull a lot of stock in the crack security there. I'm just saying. <laughs> I, I mean, I, there, some there of were... them took their job way too fucking seriously. <laughs> yeah. No offense. I mean, I'm sure, like, uh, you're happy to have a job. You're doing what you're supposed to do. But, like, I'm like, fucking relax, bro. Yeah. What, what are you doing right now? <laughs> and, and why are you blaming the dude? Who like you know rotated his shoulder out of the the restraint for a sec? Why aren't you blaming the fucking design of the restraints that allowed that? I mean, I'm not saying they don't need to be 
uh, worried about like their own liability of people popping out of the restraints on their roller coasters. <laughs> That's true. That is true. Like, but I'm talking about like they would be like, uh, like on their way in, like they would be just so fucking like, ah, I can't remember something specific, but I remember thinking to myself like, these guys take their job way too fucking seriously oh, to guard this. Theme park. The, the then, I, then I realized like how gangy it became. I'm like, mm, maybe they had a point. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I do remember the number of times that the uh, the the little magnetometer or whatever wand, the 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 thing that's like looking for metal on your body, the number of times it lingered right around Miles Johnson. Like guys, yeah. If I'm carrying a knife, let me tell you all of the places it's not going to be. <laughs> it's not going to be near the Schwanz, and it's not going to be near the butthole. Because knives are sharp. No matter how much I wanted to carry a knife anywhere, anywhere, there's limits. <laughs> Nut limits. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of being an intact male. No. No? Okay. No. <laughs> I refuse. So you didn't tell any cat stories at your uh, campfire? Huh. Oh. No kicking his feet stories? Well, I mean, we told the story of his his actual like birth and then like, you know That's not a kicking his feet story. He's not doing anything. That's true. Yeah, he was more shutting down her liver. You should have told the kicking his feet story. That would have been a that would have been a baller move. Oh yeah, you think you think you could be in her you think no one wants to tell a story? I'll tell this story and then every story will be like, okay, the story I was sitting on isn't so bad. I will tell my story. <laughs> <laughs> Tips a jerk. Me. He's mean to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, and uh after everyone was appropriately drunk, uh, I told someone a story of uh, being in London and like people getting a bit down because we couldn't find any karaoke to do. So I was just wandering around London doing that metal version of Baby One More Time that I did for the first time at um, Kamikaze Karaoke, Tim. Ah. And uh, people were like, oh, well, now we've got to see that. <laughs> so I did it for a couple of people. And they're like, that is fucking hilarious. <laughs> so then they got the guy who was like... It's just he's a dude on my team, but uh, he's like a actual like video like like movie guy. He's a, he's a movie guy as like a hobby, but like he's got IMDb credits and shit for being editor and, and director and whatever. So he was like kind of acting as as a ad hoc videographer, and they're like, "We got to get this on camera." And I was like, "They probably think Andy's drunk enough that we can get this on camera. What they don't realize is that Andy is shameless enough that he'll do this completely sober." Because, uh, Tim, I think for all of the years that we spent together, if there was anything that uh, of yours that, that really rubbed off on me, it was finally, like, just walking away from the, uh, from the stage fright. Like, I'd had horrible stage fright for years and years and years. But hanging out with you finally cured me of it. You're welcome. <laughs> I mean, I mean that, like, in a genuinely positive way. Like... It's really helped me in life that I can just be like, you know what? Fuck it. It's okay to be a little <laughs> weird in public. If people take nothing away from the Tancast podcast, it is okay <laughs> to be a little weird in public. <laughs> if, if we can throw one message out into the world, other than don't have sex with cats, 
Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, we gotta, Tim, we already threw one message out today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was today's message. I mean, our overall message as a, as a, as a, uh, as a, as a show. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Changing topics drastically. Uh-huh. So, uh, I don't know. I haven't really told you guys much about this. Uh, so, this my oldest uh, at school, um, they are, like... This school is fucking up, uh, mm. and it sucks because like we fought hard to get him into this school, and um, so what started out so what what it started out is this year there was they had two sixth grade classes, and as it turned out, not enough people came back from fifth grade to to just apparently justify keeping two fifth grade I mean two sixth grade classes, so they merged them all into one gigantic sixth grade class and got rid of one teacher. Which now meant there are, I think, 34 kids in this one class with one teacher. Mm. Uh, and part of the problem is this is a bilingual school. So the whole point of having two teachers in two classes was they would switch. And so, like, you would be in one class at the beginning of the day, and then everybody switches at some point in the day. And then, like, so they're getting Spanish in one class and English in the other. And that way you have 50% of your day English and 50% of your day Spanish. But now that, uh, and that way, you know, one teacher could do lesson planning in Spanish and one teacher could do lesson planning in English. And it worked well on that basis. When they did that, now this one teacher has to do lesson plans in English and Spanish and do it for 34 fucking kids. Um, so that sucked. Then... That teacher kept having to be gone, so it was like substitutes for most of the beginning of the year. Like I don't know what they had him doing, but he was constantly have, but he was constantly out of the class. So like when we went to back to school night, he's like, "Yeah, I haven't really been here much, but like you know, starting now, I'm going to be in the class more full time." Then something goes down with this teacher. I'm not sure what, but then like he's being taken into the administration office. They're having more subs, and then he tells the class like, "Hey." Uh, I might not be here when you guys when when you guys get back on Monday. Or I don't I don't think it was Monday. I think it was like a Monday when he said this. Like I might not be here tomorrow or ever again. Uh, but follow your dreams and don't be a bully. And and like I, apparently he got a letter of reprimand that he put on the overhead for the kids to see. The administration has told us fuck all. Like we like the only reason we know what's happening is because our kids are like you want to hear some crazy shit. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so now there's 34 kids with no permanent teacher and no plan. So like we're supposed to have like, you know, individual meetings with our teachers uh, for, you know, to, to like set goals for the year. But like he's not even in the classroom anymore. They don't even have like a sub for a, a, a sub, like a permanent sub at all, much less a sub that is bilingual or any, they have not made any public announcements of like, here's what's going to happen to that class. And my wife, who is a teacher, is like, let me tell you, thank you, let me tell you, there are not quality teachers available to fill this position in October. Like, whoever they get is going to be somebody, A, desperate, B, new, C, both. So, like, now we're, like, facing the decision of, like, do we pull him from the school and try and find him somewhere else to go, which sucks, A, because the youngest is still going to that school. Like, his class is fine. But, like, so now, like, that would mean I'd have to take two different kids to two different schools in the, in the morning and try and figure that out. Uh, it also means that, like, 
he probably won't get he won't probably wherever we take him he probably won't continue getting his spanish bilingual education so that is fucking shot which sucks it also means like he can't go back to that school next year assuming the seventh grade class has it figured out by then um like we would just be out and like also that means the options are very limited in the fact that we would probably have to put him in a private school which now you're talking about like 14k for per, for the year and then have to pay it another two years until he gets to high school. I don't know why I thought this would be entertaining. I just needed to rant about it. <laughs> Dude, no. That's fuck. I'm like, as I'm, was- as I'm rounding the end of the story, I'm like, there's no fucking joy. There's no c- comedy in this story. <sighs> this is just you ranting about your fun fucking school life. Yeah, but I mean, it's how the fuck was your week? So <laughs> not super. <laughs> yeah well thanks both co-hosts and listeners for letting me rant about that, that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> i mean i'm the child of educators man and i don't have like i don't have a fix for you yeah uh, we're sp- we're meeting with this somebody from the district on monday like we're doing a zoom meeting like because the parents like draft up a meeting uh, a letter and be like hey what the fuck so we're doing a, a Zoom call with not even the principal or the superintendent. I, maybe the superintendent is involved. I can't remember. But like just somebody on the like the school system board. I'm like, this is like – and every time – like I don't know if you – sorry, Noah. You wouldn't, That's okay. <laughs> you wouldn't have reference for this. But I don't know if your school like sends out alerts every so often. Andy, like, yep. even like, oh, the kids, blah, 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 this, or, you know, um, spirit day is Friday, so wear these clothes. Or, you know, like, hey, this fundraiser is going on. Or um, – Whatever stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, Every we get time those. the school sends out an alert and it's not about the sixth grade class, I'm like, "Fuck you!" <laughs> <laughs> like, why did Priority you bother sending people. me this bullshit? Like, uh, clearly you know how this fucking device works. Send me some <laughs> fucking information that I need. I don't care that you're having a fucking fundraiser buying Zagnut bars on a Thursday. What the fuck is happening with the sixth grade class, you fucks? Tell me about my eldest's education, you fucking educators. <laughs> Which is why I was not elected to draft the email that went. <laughs> <laughs> that is, that uh, is Tim, really uh, shocking, Tim. <laughs> Tim, I'm, I'm going to level with you. That's a lot of the F word in this letter. Uh, <laughs> I feel like once was too many. Uh, Twelve times in one sentence is incredibly excessive. <laughs> How did you use it as a verb, an adjective, and a noun? (laughs) (laughs) You fuckity fuck fuck fuckers. (laughs) Tim's fuckity in the the dictionary? It fucking is now. It's in the fuck you dictionary. (laughs) I wouldn't know because I'm not, my kid's not getting me proper English instruction to tell me what fuckity is. Don't you know how you're leaving me behind? <laughs> yeah, and apparently, like, Michael's like, it's just fucking chaos in this class. Obviously, he didn't say that. Well, yeah. Dude, dad, it's <laughs> fucking chaos, man. It's chaos, bro. dad. It's fucked up, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. He's like, yeah, it's it's like a madhouse in there. Like, like people are, like, noisy, and, like, it's hard to, like, concentrate and do anything. And, like, co- kids are constantly getting sent to the office, but it doesn't really, you know, help. And, like... There is a kid in his group of friends that I don't like that I consider to be kind of the bad apple. Uh, like, cause he's kind of, he's like, he, he's brash, he's selfish, he's 
entitled and he's uh like he'll just like he he's not he doesn't he has behavior issues. I'll just say it like that. Like he's a kid. I'm not trying to insult him as a character, but like I don't like him in terms of like hanging out with my son. Right. You're not saying it's necessarily his fault. You're just saying like how he is now, you don't you don't care for him. Right. And I, I try not to make that known certainly to him but also <laughs> either to my you, son you don't be like you listen little shit i fucking hate you <laughs> i'm like hey you suck i would not turn so your mouth him up is he <laughs> is not died. even close to the worst one in the class and i'm like Oof. fuck when that guy is an example of good behavior you are fucked yeah feels like the school needs to no i mean I get they need a long-term sub. I think they need two long-term subs because you cannot put a long-term sub in a class of 34 fucking kids. Yeah. It will not work. Especially not at that age. And like, Jesus. So, so Danelle's already was worried about this. Cause like Michael needs like structure, like all kids like, do at that age. Like, cause like, there's no homework. So like, he just comes home and like, well, I'm done for the day. Like, I have no, like, if he, like, he's a kid and not unlike me at that age, if there is not something I'm being forced to do, I'm fucking not doing things. Like, I'm not volunteering to do extra work. Like, I'm like, here's the bare minimum and goodbye. Like, I was quiet quitting before I was even employed. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, not and not maliciously or anything. It was just like you know, look, this is what they say I have to do. That's all I got to do. Uh, I don't really need this. I'm smart enough to know what's going on. I don't need to be like I'm going to seek out more work to do. Like that doesn't interest me. And Michael's kind of the same way. And since he already lost like a year to COVID, like Danelle's like I can't. We can't have him lose yet another year to just fucking shitty classroom mismanagement. But I'm like, Ugh. and then like it creates an inequitable inequi- situation where James has one education and his brother has another and like that just feels like as an only child i'm like that just seems incredibly unfair to me like i can't imagine me like oh your brother gets to go to this expensive school that we paid 14k for and you keep going to the free school which again for now is working great but (laughs) i was like who knows maybe they won't have this sixth grade shit figured out by the time james gets to sixth grade and he'll do the same thing (sighs) just sucks a butt what I'm saying is don't have kids. It's time <laughs> to let the population it's, it's, die. <laughs> Noah's got the right idea. Just let the population die and admit that this failed experiment called humanity was exactly that. A failed. It's a fail. Write it off. Yeah. Bring up the dolphins. Your turn, fuckos. Figure this shit out. No? Too much? Did I take it too much? <laughs> no. Uh... <laughs> From... No, Tim, more, more of like you saw into the very dark soul of me, and I was like, oh, no, Tim, Tim, it can't be two of us like that on the podcast. <laughs> this is, this is going to overwhelm poor Noah. <laughs> I mean, he might be ahead of us. He's the one without kids. <laughs> this, this is true. Oh, guys, uh. Speaking of my, you know, generally negative sense of uh, how the world is going right now and, you know, issues with human rights and uh, frank conversations that I had with leadership in my company that got me into a bit of trouble for having frank conversations with leadership in my company. Oh, I remember this. Yes. Yeah. Um, So the, the guy who runs the, the, like the whole regional office that I work for, 
uh, he was at this retreat thing and he, you know, he was sharing his own stories and whatever. Um, and after we'd, we'd had a lot to drink and people were just kind of like, you know, moseying away from the, um, the fire pit area where people had been hanging out. Uh, and I, and like a couple of other people had stayed back to like, you know, make sure the fire got taken care of. Cause you know, once a Cub Scout, always a Cub Scout, I guess. Um, but he was, he was still there too. Cause he was going to like help like rake the fire out. Uh, and I just kind of like walked up to him, you know, kind of quietly on the side and like had a super, it was probably only like five minutes, but like a super like deep heartfelt conversation with him about like, you know, I, I said, you know, Hey, I, I, I want to apologize for the way that I, for the way that I came at this, for the way that I came off. I want to, you know, explain myself a little bit better. And everything he said to me was like, you know, no, no, don't, don't lose your caring. Just, you know, think, think about your audience and think, you know, like approach things as a dialogue and not as a statement. He's like, that's, that's the only thing that I've, that I've got for you. He's like, yeah, you know, I know, you know, there, there were some conversations afterwards and everything. He's like, but no, I, he's like, I truly, he's like, I, I appreciate your voice. I appreciate your heart. I appreciate the fact that you think about these things, that you care about these things. Uh, I think about them and care about them too. He's like, I, know, I definitely didn't want you to get the f- impression that I didn't. Uh, yeah. So we had like a really like just genuine moment. And I was like, holy shit, <laughs> this, the whole, the, the whole rest of the, the day had already been, you know, fantastic. Like it had, all the activities and everything and all of the, the discussions and the learning and all that was, was great. But to cap the evening off with like kind of being able to clear the air with my boss's boss's boss. Um, and to, to realize like, Oh shit. He's, he's like genuinely, he, he knows, he doesn't just know who I am. Cause I pissed him off one time. Like he knows who I am in general. Like he's been, he's actually been watching me for the last several years. He's been watching my, like my own rise within this team. He's been paying attention to me. He knows who I am. He knows the things I care about and not just because of this one thing. Cause he was like bringing up other stuff that I didn't think he was aware of. Mm. Uh, I mean, that must yeah. have felt good. It did. Oh, it felt, it, and it, and it also, it, it felt good to be able to like, to offer him both a genuine apology, but also to, to realize that he understood why I was, why my faith in the company was shaken, why my, and, and that my concerns were valid. Um, right. He doesn't which, want you to be course, silent. Yeah, Exactly. And of course, like right after I blew everything up, I, I think I told you this, but like the guy who founded the company, the, the, like the, the head of the entire company, like days later, like not even a full week later, uh, sent out a note that was like, Hey, this is, this is the thing I've, people have told me I'm too quick to speak out sometimes. And I think this time I took that too much to heart and I was too slow to speak out and I've let you all down, but here's where we stand. I understand that people feel very strongly about abortion and they feel very strongly about abortion being wrong. And I do not want any of those people to feel ostracized, but I will say morally we're responsible for your healthcare and we're going to make sure that you get healthcare. We don't care what your States have, have made illegal. If you need, uh, if you need contraceptive or fertility care, you're going to get it. If you need reproductive health care of any type, you're going to get it. If you need gender affirming care, you're going to get it. Which, of course, you know, restored my faith in the company, but at the same time also made me feel like, 
ah, like if I'd just been a little more patient instead of being like, hey, I want you to realize what a huge fucking issue this is. And I've, I've raised it before and been told, well, yeah, you know, this is a thing that we all have to treat with grace and blah, blah, blah. I want you to realize that the risk here is that I will leave over this because the company has a duty of care. And that I was like lobbing bombs. Yeah. <laughs> that I was lobbing oh, bombs that, that, that were like, you know, that, that this is a, I was like, this is disgraceful that the company cannot stand behind its, its stated morals. Like the company says it doesn't just have ethics that it has morals. And yet here we are. Uh, so I came hard. <laughs> I came hard at senior people. And that's <laughs> Come thing on, that we, Andy. Yeah, you set me up. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. Uh, so what's really funny is after we had this conversation, uh, he went to go grab, there was a, uh, a hose nearby and um, the other oh, guy, who, the other guy who'd been you know, like a lot of outdoorsy stuff when he was younger, he who was hanging out. We helped him like spool out the hose and everything. And then like, I walk back over to the fire pit with the boss and the other dude turns the thing on and I hear from the darkness, oh, it came on me <laughs> from my oh, boss's my. boss's Oh, and I was like, "Oh, dude, I fucking love you," because <laughs> the the it was one of those like gun thing um, the head on the no- the the nozzle where like you squeeze it and like it's supposed to just shoot a jet out the front. Oh well, yeah, I know it how was, it works. It was <laughs> busted. This is the worst <laughs> nozzle ever. <laughs> so, like a third of the water was going towards the fire and like two thirds of it was coming straight back at the head of the office. So I run up and I'm like trying to like get my hands in the way and like, like help him out. I'm getting soaked. He's getting soaked. It's so it was just funny like, imagine his cub. I know it is. <laughs> just Andy like putting his hands off. So I'll shoot his face. He's like, oh. I'm like, oh, I'll protect you, Steve. Steve is not his name. <laughs> I should I'll protect not. you, Steve. I got you, bro. <laughs> I'm sorry you're taking it right in the face. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta kick it. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, it was just it. It was like the the bottom where like the nozzle connected to the hose like started shooting out, but then like the little area where the the thing pulls back starts shooting backwards, and then like even the fucking front where the water's supposed to go out, some of that water is somehow coming backwards at us too. It was like. We would have been better served turning the entire hose around, aiming it at ourselves, and shooting the majority of the water at the fucking fire. We would have been less wet dealing with the straight shot of the hose. If we just, you know, head, neck, and chest, baby. That's it. <laughs> yeah. So then it's the middle Wait, of the fucking face, night. Face, neck, and chest? Come on, get it right, Andy. Oh, sorry. Face, neck, and chest. Uh, it's the middle of the night. And I I mentioned earlier that the weather has turned, so it's kind of chilly. <laughs> and we're both like... At least one entire pant leg on each of us is like fucking drenched. It's like, this is not the greatest way to end this evening. <laughs> it is but, the yeah. best way to end this evening. But it, it was it was a hell of a story. And you, the, like fucking props to him too. Like when it started going wrong, he was like, this, the fire still needs to go out. So he was just like, fuck it. And he, he tanked it and he got the fire out. I'm like that. That is a a respect for nature and a responsibility for forest care that Smokey the Bear would totally, <laughs> totally back you on. You're a you're a good '80s kid, my man. Because <laughs> only we can prevent forest fires. Only weed. Oh yes, only weed. Because <laughs> if everyone's high, you're not going to be doing irresponsible stuff with the fire.
Tim, you're a silly little man. You are. I mean, that's one way to say it. Yeah. Another way to say it is I'm a douche. <laughs> uh, I want well, my talking about the personality back, type back, stuff. Back. Yeah, uh, that's what I learned most about my personality type is I am a douche. <laughs> that that it's easiest to miss for others to misperceive me as a pushy asshole. I'm sure that surprises neither of the two of you. Nah, <laughs> I feel like pushy is not how I would describe you. Or an asshole, but I mean specifically. (laughs) (laughs) Asshole, sure. Pushy. No. (laughs) Asshole, 100%. Well, shall we wrap this up? Put a bow on it? Let's do it. All right. I don't wanna. All right, let's keep going okay. forever. <laughs> yeah, I'm lying. We're no, not going to do that. Tell us more stories about drinking with your coworkers. <laughs> uh, Tim, did you drink with any coworkers? Not to my knowledge. I learned that the the little patch of elbow skin is called a weenus, and some lady was very <laughs> into talking about it a lot. <laughs> I don't think it is. <laughs> I don't think that's true, <laughs> or at least not scientific. But I love Marianne it. Webster, what is a weenus? Weenus or weenus weenus is slang word for the excess or loose skin at the joint of one's elbow, which is technically referred to as olecranal skin, whatever that word is. <laughs> That's funny. I googled weenus and it's like Eunice or weenus <laughs> was a pharaoh of the ninth and last ruler of the fifth dynasty of Egypt. <laughs> All hail pharaoh weenus. <laughs> Uh, she kept pulling. Uh, also learned. I like it when people pull on their elbow skin. Weirds me out. Mm, yeah. No. Oh, you don't like it. Uh, do not. Do not. <laughs> I, I heard. I like it when people pull my elbow skin. I'm like, what a well, random my sexual skin, fetish. Especially not to my throw elbow skin, at the end of the episode. Elbow skin. I'm like, yeah, I don't need to see you yanking on that. And I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> Yank that shit, bitch. Yeah. Baby. Yeah. Pulls Yank that. it. <laughs> <laughs> Yank yeah, it. Then, pull it. Uh, what I mean is. Twist it. <laughs> give me what a second. Give me a second. Me... Bop it. <laughs> uh, good times. Good times. Anytime you need them, baby. Good times. <laughs> Doing stuff and other things. <laughs> Standing in the child line. <laughs> uh, well, I don't know what you shouldn't trust this week. Um, <sighs> yep, I got nothing. Oh no! <laughs> you know what? Don't trust Noah to think of something every every time we record this stupid episode. <laughs> stupid podcast. <laughs> I thought you were gonna go with. Uh... Oh, <laughs> don't don't trust that your racially charged jokes are gonna go over the way you think they are. Well, that's also true. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's like, you know, I feel like in this day it is better take it uh, overly seriously than not seriously at all. Yes. True. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, should I take this seriously? I'm going to. I'm going to. <laughs> Seems dangerous not to. <laughs> Could be in trouble. Yeah. All right, oh, Tim. Um, not today, Tim saying an entertaining rant <laughs> sometimes you just gotta rant <laughs> and you can't have all the rants 
Yeah. <laughs> this is true. I did not have a monopoly on rants. <laughs> that is not my trademark. Uh, <laughs> this week I hate when I forget that I'm around people who don't know me, and I say, well, my dad used to be 5'9", now he's zero. thank you for being one of the 12 listeners to listen to another episode of the tancast podcast if you like it please talk about on your social medias your facebook instagram twitter tiktok if you're under 20 please subscribe to us on apple Podcasts, google play spotify or wherever you get your podcasts you can also leave a comment on this or any other episode at tancast.com special thanks and love to the late dj technoid who composed the official tancast theme and special thanks to vic 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 who created the official tancast album art Thanks again for tolerating our nonsense, and always remember, you're doing it. I mean, what, what are they going to do? I mean, it was breakfast. <laughs> so I'm going to tell you what they're going to do. If you're going to make a dad joke, it's got to be a breakfast. I'm going to tell you, they're all going to stop and stare Collaborate at me and, listen. and go, oh, oh no, <laughs> oh no. I'm like, guys, I just made a dead dad joke. Clearly, I've had time to process. They're like, oh, yeah. It's not like okay. it happened this morning. I wouldn't be. I don't like my dad doesn't pop off in the morning and then I have dad jokes like that day. <laughs> you know, I don't I don't feel right if I don't start my day with a dead dad joke. Yeah. I, just I feel mean, off. in fairness, I did make a dead dad joke like minutes after I heard he died, but not Wait, yours. You, oh. you, your your father's passing was also a thing. You were. <laughs> you were more prepared for your dad's passing True. than I yes. was. True. Yes. Yeah. Yours yeah. hit you completely out of the blue. Yeah. Whereas I'd known my dad had been sliding downhill health wise for a long time. But yeah, I immediately said, well, I turned to Danelle. Maybe our dads will meet each other if my dad is led into the white part of heaven. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I do remember this, which is just a solid, like, <laughs> a solid, I'm in pain, but I want you to know it's going to be okay. <laughs> <laughs> And you know we we did make dad jokes like during the week that we were all together. Just, you know, like that's part of the grieving process, I think. I think it's okay to joke about pain. It's okay to to grieve through humor. I hope I'm like I hope I so because that's all I fucking got. Yeah. <laughs> I hope when I go <laughs> next I, week probably. Too. <laughs> Based on how out of breath I was when I was trying to walk up the hills in the Georgia mountains, which again, I would like to remind you are not like mountains. Like you're thinking about it. Californians. No, these are rolling hills that we call mountains. Cause we don't know any better. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> when I was like out of breath at the top of one of those hills, I was like, Oh, I may die next week. <laughs> so when I do, when I invariably do next week, and it's a shock to no one, cause like, yeah, it was fat. He was pretty fat. <laughs> I want you both. To suffer through comedy. Oh, don't worry. We got all sorts of jokes. I've been writing some just hopes this would happen. <laughs> no, no, I was just sitting on the shitter like, Andy died and... Yeah. <laughs> where, oh, where can I go yes. with this? Where can I go with this? I mean, I already have that picture of James. I'm going to show at your funeral. <laughs> and Noah yes. is going to laugh uproariously. Oh, man. <laughs> if you don't, Tim, if you... <laughs> If you somehow go before me, make sure that Caitlin has a copy of that picture before you do. <laughs> oh, it's in my will. You need like okay. a, a dead man switch. If I don't yes. check in every every week, this picture goes out. <laughs> It'll be just like the well, Caitlin's already told me that the the picture of me in the uh the ladies flower like 
suit thing, whatever in Hawaii, like, mm-hmm. like posing, like, like muscle pose or whatever. The one uh, that went, the went in your grandfather, no grandmother into her grandmother's funeral right. thing. Yes. She's told me that that is going to make an appearance in my funerary, <laughs> like slideshow. <laughs> nice. She's like, at this point, it's going to go in every funeral between now and then too. It's like, when my parents finally kick the bucket, it's going in. <laughs> when granddad goes, it's going in. It's like, oh, shit. No. Because <laughs> I think I told you, every time that would cycle back around, like people would, like, they're like, oh, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. And there would be like a little, like, cheer in the room for the, the picture. <laughs> like, it added some moments of levity. And every time it did, I was like, ha, 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 fucking kill me. <laughs> Every time I felt like such an asshole. It's like, only just like get the so... picture shown again faster, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna put 14 copies in. <laughs> no, I meant if you said kill me, then oh, you just yeah, uh, right, she's gonna yeah, play it yeah. at your funeral. So no, you gotta stay alive. I, I failed to follow you around that turn. I'm sorry, that was on me. <laughs> You're busy talking, <laughs> I interrupted you. <laughs> All Speaking right, of so. interrupting you, I'm interrupting this whole thing to turn it off. Yep, and farts. 